Good night, welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and uh, talk about stuff. Uh, I am now the fearless leader for tonight, D from Microboo, as our other fearless leader is abandoning us, that bastard. Abandon all hope, ye who enter. And tonight we got a uh, motley crew of throwbacks. We've got uh, Icy. How you doing tonight, Icy? Me well, I'm telling you, I'm doing very well, thank you. All right, all right. Secretum, what are you doing? It's Secretum. Secretum. And I got zero faith in your leadership abilities. Eh. <laughs> we'll just mute him. <laughs> I mean, straight out of the fucking gate, dude. You said good night. <laughs> Who it's fucking opens, motherfucker. Who opens by telling people good night? <laughs> A drunk does. A fucking drunk. Oh, God. Thanks for enjoying the show tonight. I apologize on behalf of Cecil and Zyber and all the crew that are actually good oh, for it. letting them have D be the, the holder of the sacred mic. I have the conch. I have the power. No, you don't. You have a drinking, a drinking problem. <laughs> Article, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I, uh, I'm a little worn out. I was worn out by yesterday for sure. I went to bed super early and slept for like Fucking well, I slept for a normal eight hours, but it felt amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, pretty good. Is there such a thing as not normal eight hours? Well, like it, I just didn't get a lot of sleep this week, so. All right, fair. Nice. D, how you doing? I am doing pretty good. Uh, now that I've been drinking, uh, I was pretty sore from the other day. You realize this was completely sarcastic. I actually don't care. Oh man, zing. Yeah, but but like Sheldon, the, the sarcasm just zoom. So uh, I'll roll it. Okay. Most things do roll with you, D. That's what happens when you <laughs> fall down. Oh, man. The only thing that doesn't is the shit that falls out of your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn that non-round shit. Mm. All right, so the most important question. What's everybody drinking or partaking in? Article, let's start with you. What are you partaking in, bud? Uh, I got a nice glass of water. Always remember to to hydrate and a bowl of weed uh don't do that <laughs> but no not particular strain or i uh i don't remember <laughs> or is it mystery weed yeah at this point i because i it's like down to the very last of it so uh, i threw the container out ah. i thought it was gonna be like i had a little bit left of everything so i just kind of threw everything in single no thing. i what's funny is i I'm, that's why i'm not worried because i do have a ziploc bag dedicated i call it jungle juice because it is just a mess of all sorts of different strains, like just whatever was left. So yeah, I still have that. All right, Secretum, what are you partaking in? Secretum, god damn it, dude! It's uh, I'm Supreme. drinking. It's I'm drinking, and first off, like you're gonna confuse everyone because he normally just calls me Shinzu and just leaves it at that. You fucking turd! And I'm gonna like mispronounce your name all night. And oh, the worst part is like I know you're not doing this on purpose. I know you're just that stupid. It's, it's like a, it's like the the, yeah. the name list is a teleprompter. <laughs> it pretty much is. It's just like trying to watch like the state of a dreamian. His uh, name. Triforce. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm drinking Centauri whiskey. It's a Japanese whiskey, and I actually haven't had any yet, so I'm gonna have a little sample right here. Oh Jesus Christ! What the fuck is in that glass? That was some ice. Sounded like pocket change. And actually, it's really good. Well, I mean, they're metal ice cubes. I don't have stones. So. You can say that again. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But, oh. D, what are you drinking? I'm actually drinking some more of the Stone's Tangerine Express IPA. Uh, I liked it last time, so I bought some more of it. So, 
It's an Indian Pale Ale uh, with uh, tangerine and pineapple added in. About 6.7% alcohol by volume and 12-ounce cans. I was really hoping you were going to be drinking UFO tonight or something. I really wanted you to be drinking something really, 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 really basic. Wait, what's basic about UFO? Pretty much everything. Uh, I, I I don't know. Just uh, Shih Tzu here is a, uh, is a is a is a snob. So just just disregard, disregard. UFO used to be a, a uh, like a I don't know, call it like a it was a private company, but now I think uh, who owns it? With some oh god, the guys who do Bud Light, Anheuser Busch, Anheuser yeah, Anheuser Busch bought them. You'd out. be surprised how many how many of those guys they own. Most of them most of them oh no absolutely but like after that happened they have like they have like pumpkin spice latte brews now and dunkin donuts stouts and shit and it's just like what are you guys doing? well they own they own um oh, shit the long trail ale even i'm pretty sure uh no long trail i think is still independently owned in verbs i could be wrong i wouldn't be I surprised know. but a lot of big companies like are buying up because it yeah crap beers become such a craze well the long trail Ale has got like a couple of good things for it, but most of the, most of mostly it's just it's just generic stuff now. Oh no, it is it is privately owned still. Yeah, it's still generic. Like when people say, "Hey, I got some Long Trail," I'm like, "Eh, it's all right." I don't know, man. There that one that blackberry wheat or whatever it is that they do. Holy shit, that thing is amazing. Yeah, it's like their best thing. Yeah, that stuff is good. But like they have like a they have an IPA and they have other shit too. But like you oh, drink yeah. it, you're like, yeah, it's an IPA or yeah, it's a stout or yeah, it's a this. But that's all you can say about it. It's oh yeah, it's a this. Yeah. Like their blackberry wheat ale is like yeah, this shit's delicious. But pretty much everything else I've had from them, I've been like, yeah, it is what it is. It's nothing special. Sure, I can see that. But like that's one of the few kind of like darker beers that I'll drink. It's not even really that dark, but I, uh, that's like one of the few beers that I really like. I'll tell you who really surprised me though. Um, like fruity beers, I like fruity beers, but one of the kind of beers I don't like is when someone puts so much fruit in a beer or so much fruit flavoring in a beer, you can tell it's obviously, obviously fake. Like I had a pineapple shandy and it honestly tasted like someone I took. Like, you guys remember the runt candies when you were a kid? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it tasted just like the banana flavoring that was just dumped in there and just made it sweeter. Yeah, it was disgusting. And I don't like it when you can drink a beer, which... You know, if you drink it from certain companies, you can expect artificial flavoring. Obviously, you know, strawberry margarita things in a can isn't going to contain actual strawberries. It's going to be flavoring. But, like, when you drink it so from, like, you know, what it would be, like, Long Trail, Magic Cat, or something on those lines, you expect to get what you're buying. And in this particular case, I it was obviously fake, and I hate that. Absolutely hate that. But, you know, yeah. who made a really good uh, fruit ale was First Republic. Yep. It dude, it blew me away how like fresh this thing tasted and how delicious it was. Like it was it, it wasn't hot, overly sweet. It was just refreshing. Really good summer drink. Hey, I see. What you partaking in tonight? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um I'm doing a bit of a tasting tonight. Oh, very uh, nice. <laughs> so, I went out and I went to Total Wine. For those of you who don't know, Total Wine is sort of like an upscale liquor store they have a bunch of you know craft beers you know upscale wines and things that things of that nature so um i picked up some dogfish head 90 minute imperial ipa you know via the um advice of cecil you know he uh he seems to really like it so i wanted to see how it tasted like i also uh, got some southern tier uh samoa this and nitro s'mores uh, because, you know, um, Vintage DC, 
who's also um, in the chat, uh, recommended it. I wanted to get the creme brulee flavor, but they were sold out. But, but you know, each one, like the 90-minute IPA, I see what everybody was talking about, that, you know, you get a um, bit of a fruity taste on the front. Um, and I see I do taste how hoppy it is, and it's actually not that bad. Um, I'm not really a big beer drinker, but, hey, this is the first time I have been able to, you know, palate a really, you know, hoppy beer. Um, the Samoa Dis, I find, you know, you know, you get notes of chocolate and, uh, uh, caramel. So I, I like it. You know, they say there's Himalayan, uh, Himalayan, pink Himalayan salt in it. I, I don't get that at all, but it's pretty good. Um, that, I think that one's a, yeah, it's a stout. And, you know, this is my first time drinking a stout. So it's not a, not a bad, not a bad, um, entry into it. The only one I'm, not really a big fan of is the s'mores which is a milk stout um it tastes like there's a drink that we used to drink as kids called vita malt it pretty much just tastes like that um like as generic like what we thought beer would taste like and hey not everything's gonna hit but i'm, I'm glad i did i'm glad i tried um i'm glad i tried all of them i also as a palate cleanser i got me some carol's mead um, I never had mead before, and I'll tell you, it's super sweet. So, I mean, I'm really enjoying it. I, I have a bit of a sweet tooth, so this is, like, right up my alley. Awesome. So next up is uh, State of Games. Uh, what we want to play, what we've been playing, how we feel about games. Uh, I think we'll reverse order. We'll start with you, I see. What have you been uh, up to this week? So, I'm going to admit, my State of Games has been pretty bad this week. Um, I've been meaning to play games... Uh, but I've just been getting home and going to sleep. I have been playing Destiny 2. Um, new event came out, The Revelry. Uh, I'm enjoying it because it's actually changed some things in the game. Now, Crucible is actually pretty fun to play. Uh, they have Iron Banner out um, right now with The Revelry out. And one of the things about The Revelry is you can you can put on modifiers. So you can, like, a modifier that lets you get your grenade back faster. So, uh, put with a certain, uh, certain armor, you pretty much have unlimited grenades. And when you're playing PvP with unlimited grenades, it's, you, you're gonna have a pretty good time. Um, uh, it's a little bit cheap, uh, it feels like you're cheesing the game a little bit. And I wouldn't want to be on the other side of it, but it's the first time I'm having fun in competitive crucible in a, uh, uh, in a pretty long time. Awesome. Alright, next up, that'd be, uh, Shinzu. What's your state of games? So I've been, um, <clears throat> I know the last time I was in here was two shows ago. I was talking about Blades, the uh, mobile game from, uh, oh God, Bethesda. And uh, they made some changes to it. They made some updates. Uh, they released a patch that was pretty large and it didn't do anything for the game. So the game still sucks. Um, it blows. It's basically just a giant money grab on Bethesda's part. There's really no guts to this game whatsoever. I find myself doing a quest and then waiting the six hours it takes to open a silver chest, or sorry, six hours it takes to open a gold chest. And then I'm finding myself, like, no matter how many quests I do, no matter what I do in this game, I'm still always lacking at least one key area. And I just find it hilarious that there really seems to be no real metric to how much a gem will actually run. If you're low on a particular item to build a house or something along those lines, you can substitute one green gem or missing 20 items or 20, you know, pieces of lumber, you can substitute 20 gems 
to get that particular item. And if you go in their store, it's like 10 gems is like four bucks. So you're spending like $8 on building like a small digital thing and it sucks. I've also been playing Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die twice, and I am having a hard time with that game, but I'm absolutely loving it. It's beautiful. It's got such a great cinematography. Uh, the sets are great. Uh, the combat, while annoying sometimes and always has that slight Dark Souls aspect to it where things are just not quite right, but it's beautiful and it's just incredibly rewarding once you finally get to the next spot. And that's pretty much my state of games. Excellent, excellent, because uh, I don't do much, uh, much mobile gaming, so it's nice to hear about some of that. Well, I mean, that's going to be the future of gaming eventually unfortunately is going to be most of it's going to be on mobile platform which is unfortunate because yeah i agree it's going to be just a giant pit stain as anybody on mobile is going to be paid to, paid to. unless that whole like the idea that google gaming streaming kind of idea unless that really takes off because then yeah you could have just like a mobile device in your pocket that could just simply stream to uh whatever whatever warehouse housed the power to run all those games or whatever. Yeah, just anything they does that, there's just the DLC is going to come out of the woodwork and it's going to be ridiculous. Well, um, I feel like that's the future of games in general is um, moving towards a yeah. service rather than a product. Most, I think um, most entertainment will go that route. Yeah, not just entertainment. Pretty much everything is trying to become a service. There's a lot just... There's more money to be made by having you pay monthly. Yeah, well, convenience, having, right? Well, exactly. Soon, like we wouldn't even need to leave the house. I'm um, leave the house to buy groceries. <laughs> like everything's gonna be serviced. Oh, you don't need to leave the house. Like already, you you can set up. Uh, like Amazon, I think has a grocery delivery service. You you granted, you have to plan in advance, right? You can't get it like that exact day or whatever. But you could just set up a schedule for it. Well, yeah, no, some some cities do let you do it same day. I mean. <laughs> It's only the big cities now. Oh, yeah, 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 true, 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 true. I mean, even here, if you go online to, like, you know, any of the Shaw's, Hannaford, any of the other supermarkets in the area, you can order your groceries online, just drive to the store and pick them up. I'm assuming in more densely populated areas that they'll just deliver it to your door if you're so far, like, with your, within a specific, like, radius of the store. Mm. I mean... We're getting to the point in time where your, uh, your refrigerator will see exactly how much milk you have Oh my and God. if you need milk, it'll actually order you milk and or egg. That'd be fucking amazing. I think there's some that do. I need a smart bar. I need a bar that measures the weight of my whiskeys and my bourbons. And when it sees one's getting low, I need it to order it for me and have it delivered to my bar. I could do that. I could make you I could make you a program that does that. Well, I, I could as well. But that's besides the point, man. I'm, there is a huge market because not only are people not driving to get more liquor... It's cutting down on DUIs. Well, I'm saying if you if you want to develop something like that, we could do it and market yeah, it or whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Would, I mean, honestly, the market for that would be college kids. Well, the thing that I would need help with in that department would be the actual design of the shelf because I don't I don't have one. I don't know what the fuck that would be like. What well, you basically have the same yeah same areas. You basically just have a weight. The the pain in the ass part about this would be the fact that like every time you. Because it's all about ease and all about, you know, getting people the things that they want. So if you're one of those guys who drink several different various types of liquors out of the bar and you place it down, you place your bourbon in the bourbon slot, we'll call it, or the bourbon, you know, plate that measures it, 
it, the weight of one bottle is going to differ from the weight of a different company's bottle. Right. So it won't be able to tell the difference. So you'd have to literally program it every single time. Like if you're drinking, let's say you're drinking Jim Bean, and then you want to swap to something else, you'd have to restart the entire process of reprogramming it. A way to circumvent that is um, you can use like some sort of RFID or something like that where you put like a um, code on the bottle itself. So instead of measuring the weight, well, it still measures the weight, but it'll use RFID code to know what kind of bottle it is. Like, yeah, but I mean, like at the same time, what I think would probably be even easier is if like you just made an interface that had like touch screen to it that actually gave you different bottles and at, you basically said, hey, it's a, it's a bottle of Jim Bean that's 750 milliliters or it's a bottle of this. But then if you live in a state like my state where you have distilleries that have brand new stuff that comes out all the time, you'd have to enter in that custom amount every single time. Right. So you, I mean, that's the whole point of the system you want, right? Is that you want a system that can order you whatever product is low. Yeah. But except in like places like, so Vermont has this weird thing where you can't get liquor from certain areas and you also have to find a distributor that's willing to sell you liquor to your state. And a lot of states don't allow you to buy liquor outside the state and have it shipped in. Mm. It's the other drawback too. I've always thought that was kind of weird. Fucking regulations fucking up the market. I mean, it's it's mixed between regulations and states wanting you to just buy it inside the state. That way they can claim the tax on it and all that. Yeah, that's, a, that's, exactly, that's exactly government manipulating markets. <laughs> we get a lot of those. <laughs> but I, yeah. think it'd be a, I think it'd be a cool idea. I mean, I'd personally love it. I'd you know, how, you know how much you know how much weed Colorado would export right now if it could? Shitloads. <laughs> oh, absolutely. A lot of it. Absolutely. I mean, like, it would, be, it would be a great thing. Heap, heaps of it. They would feed it to fucking cows by the truckload. I, they probably still do, just not legally. Because everybody oh, yeah, and their kid brother is, 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 is getting in the market, growing it, and everything else, and now you got an abundance. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure that there are people that do that kind of shit for sure. And I, it's unfortunate because if they ever get caught, they're going to wind up in jail for quite a long time. But like i can't i can't say i really have a problem with it i don't care that they do it i hope they don't hurt anybody in the fucking process you know because that's my biggest problem with drug dealers and shit now it's lacing with fentanyl that's really taking people out well that's what i mean that like that hurts that has consequence right that 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 can kill people so if anybody lights up weed and you smell from what i read if you smell popcorn put that shit down what if you're just having like an aneurysm so what? Um. So, in, like, when are we gonna? In order to prevent problems like that, we would need some sort of like over. If they wanted to let that, um, you be able to export weed, well, there'll be some sort of like government oversight, like they do with alcohol. You know, um, that way people aren't like um, that way people aren't selling like bootleg bottles of you know mm-hmm. killer moonshine. Um, they do the same right. thing with weed. You know, wood yeah. wood grain alcohol. Why did I go blind? <laughs> right. I don't know. It's kind of a gray area because you you want um you want to balance out the rights of those who want to be able to package and sell their own product, but you also want to go for the safety of your citizens as well. So it's just yeah. But there's no reason like if <laughs> this is like uh, like if I if I were to be I I could technically have a business right that developed and distributed poisoned Kool Aid for people to drink, right? But I would not get much fucking business. I think the only customers I would have would be those insane religious groups that want to drink it. But not for long, because they'd only do it once. Yeah, exactly. But then, but yeah, but then as soon as they run out, I'm, I'm out of business. So like the, the point I think a lot of people miss about the market is that the wants of people 
generally inform the market as well because people aren't going to buy shit like nobody's going to buy nestle if they literally stuff a fucking hose through your house and are siphoning the water directly off their your faucet to fill their fucking bottles with you know i mean nestle's done worse (laughs) let's be honest no they haven't nestle has been the the fucking unfortunate victim of a just a series of ridiculous smear tactics all right so so the whole thing with the um like the breast milk incident that that didn't happen wait breast milk what are you talking about all right so nestle has this practice where they would go into underdeveloped countries um um, dress up employees as doctors or other you know medical authority figures and they would recommend to the mothers hey formula is better for for your baby than um breast milk so um, they'll give out free samples of their uh, formula to the mothers until the mothers stop I'll lose the ability to develop milk on their own. And then by that time, they start, you know, hiking up the prices of the formula. And when uh, they can't afford it, you know, a lot of babies have died because they couldn't afford the formula. And even the ones that could afford the formula couldn't get clean water, couldn't right. afford the clean water in order to um, mix so they the formula. Mixed, right, so they mixed the formula with, with tainted water, right? That's it seems shitty. a little expensive. It seems, almost seems a little expensive and uh, far-fetched for that. Just cause... No, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Apparently, they did do this. I'm actually really surprised that the story wow. was going to go a completely different direction. I thought they were going over there, dressing up as doctors, and then milking them. That's what I thought was happening, too. <laughs> That's what I would thought for a minute, too. Like, I thought it was going to be, too. I was like, what else? Like, what are they doing going over there for Dave Chappelle? Like, what the hell? I, I thought this was going to be like a Puff Daddy skit, you know? <laughs> Coming in wanting some breast milk. Yeah. Breast milk, you make my day. But yeah, Nestle Nestle has a history. <laughs> Nestle has a history of doing things like that. I mean, their 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 attention. Yeah. Every fucking company, save for the ones maybe created like this generation, and you know maybe the last over the last like forty years, I'd say, every company has a history of doing some fucking terrible shit. But they change, you know, like and and that's that's good, but. Uh, yeah, Nestle has definitely done shitty things in the past. Just like Nike used to have fucking, you know, child sweatshops and shit. You know, a lot of they they, st- they definitely still do. Well, it all so, so what people don't know is that all of it gets passed down, right? Like in the countries that there used to be sweatshops, but now they've since changed because we've put pressure on them to change, right? Then they just export that shit to another country that makes the base goods for them where they do have child labor. It's like, you can't really get away from it. It always fucking boils down to that shit. It's sad, but like, you got you also got to consider, uh, now, people being literally used as slaves, that's fucking wrong, and it shouldn't happen anywhere, of course. But if there are people that are working in, in, in shops in places that are making like a dollar an hour, right, you got to ask the question, what would they have been doing if that shop wasn't there? Also, would, you would also got to take a better. look at their economy. What is that dollar a day worth? Right, too? exactly. So would it have been better? Can they at least afford food now? You know, like, it, there there are actually benef- benefits to some of those terrible situations, you know. So one of the interesting know. things I read of with some of those countries, the child labor, is that, you know, the family's struggling, mom and dad are sick, and the kids were actually, you know, able to afford in that country. It wasn't a lot of money, but they were able to afford enough to feed the family. I wonder. So there's, there is quite an ethical dilemma with that because it's like, then you ban it, then it moves somewhere else, and then they all starve. So it is quite an ethical dilemma. Welcome to the GNA podcast, where we discuss ethical concerns while drinking alcohol and clean water. Well, hang on. There, so there, there could actually be validity to telling people in third world countries that you probably shouldn't breastfeed. 
especially if they live in areas that do contain tainted water, right? Because, or you can at least boil tainted water and, and re reduce it to the point where it's, it's clean, right? You can get most rid of most harmful things, but not like heavy metals and stuff. Uh, but if you have, say, like a person whose system is already full of that stuff, and breastfeeding, disease. right, breastfeeding, then you could pass that on to the kid who has a far weaker immune system. That might have led, that might have had something to do with it. I'm not saying that explains everything by any stretch of the imagination, but I just looked at part of the story and it said doctors even urged people not to breastfeed. And I, I was like, I was like, I can only, the, the only reasons I can think of is either they're in the pockets of Nestle, right? Or that these are doctors who are actually making scientifically informed decisions. But we're visiting the big, a, a great source of breast milk right now. If you want strong kids, you gotta suck from the teat of giants. What? Game of Thrones reference. I, yeah, I haven't, seen that, haven't seen that episode yet. So How much have you seen? I mean, I haven't I, seen the, the current season. The current season, yeah, but it was the last episode where that reference was made. I get the reference because I've seen the memes, but like I haven't seen that episode, so don't spoil it, you dickhole. I haven't seen these episodes either. It's from the, it's from the memes. I have not uh, seen this season's episodes. Don't because I have to I have to re up my HBO. You got to re up your gym subscription. You got to re up. Don't body shame. Get on it's the treadmill, you fat fuck. You skinny yeah. racist. No, I didn't know. About, I didn't know about <laughs> that other shit about uh, uh, by Nestle. That seems pretty fucking gross. Didn't Nestle also do something in uh, Flint, Michigan, too, where they like bought a ton of water from them? I don't know. Not Flint. That was in South. California, no, Southern I'm, California. I'm fairly certain they did. I'm fairly certain that Nestle bought like water from Flint. Give me one second. I'll have to look this up now. Anyways, well, in the meantime, uh, my state of games here has been pretty much this week has been retro. I've been replaying a lot of old games, uh, collecting stuff from like Working Designs and now Defunct Company, like uh, Elemental Gearbolt I got, and that's a PlayStation One shooter, which is fantastic. And I've been playing, uh, replaying some of the old Final Fantasies as well. Before we get too far away, yeah. I mean, I didn't do my state of games either, but I haven't really been playing anything this week. Shit, on I thought you said, God, I got so distracted by everybody else. I don't know. I just like, I like that. I like that conversation more. <laughs> True. I mean, pretty interesting with science. It's like a lot of times with informed decisions, the ethics is sometimes not just who's wrong, who's right, but like two different rights. Well, yeah. So, so things can be counterintuitive and that's that's one of the things that I think a lot of people have trouble digesting is because we want to think that everything just makes common sense, but not everything does. That's just kind of I don't know. It's just a weird thing I've noticed about reality in general. And I was I was uh, <clears throat> I actually was looking up the uh, the yeah. Flint, Michigan thing, and they were actually they were basically what happened is that Flint, Michigan has no water, and then Nestle just started pumping out a bunch of extra water from their uh, from their water source. Flint and has they, water. Yeah, they do. It's just not clean to drink. Yeah, just got lit. And then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, well, Nestle was, they were getting free bottled water from the from the state, and then the state was like, no, you can't have any more, and they upped their, like, costs for water production, and then started giving Nestle the ability to get more water out of yeah. the same water they were getting, just the, the filtered versions, at no extra charge. They weren't charging Nestle anything extra. Yeah, if, if people don't want that to be true, then stop saying that water is a human right and therefore should be free. If you, if you want to make that change, then you have to argue that point. And I'm willing to argue that point because I believe that water is a scarce commodity. So it's I becoming think it scarce. Be water is a scarce commodity because we keep poisoning it. No, it's just because of the, the, there's a lot of shit that poisons it. There are, there are perfectly 
preserved pools of fresh water far underground that we can't drink because there's shit in it that would kill us. Well, what I say is, anything, for something to be considered a human right, in my opinion, it has to be something the human body can live can't live without. And unfortunately, we can't oh. live without water. So, but here's the thing, though the, the the logic of that sounds good on the surface, but think about that as applied to the freedom of speech. Do we need the freedom of speech to live? Certainly, the entirety of human history proves otherwise. So, my point there is that rights are not based on needs or wants. They aren't. We've confused that. There, there's nothing that guarantees people like a job, right? It, but but society, the, the one that we have, the society that we have anyway, generally believes that everybody should be able to find work if they're if they're in need of it. So, well, we, well, here's the thing with a job though: you don't need a job to necessarily survive. No, but that but that's been that's at the good graces of of I would say a capitalist nation, right? Because a capitalist nation is is um, like good hearted, then it wants to provide for those that can't provide for themselves. That's a good thing. In my opinion, that that's like a, like a, that's proof that we aren't all like these soulless little black hearted creatures, you know? And, and I, I sincerely believe that even if you got rid of, of uh, like welfare programs, that people would step up to donate and make sure that those who were going without wouldn't go without. I, I believe that that's true. Like all the local food pantry that right. people donate to. And right. specifically will buy a portion of the groceries to put into. Right. And I, I, I sincerely believe that people are good enough that we would not let that fall between the cracks. We don't want to see a bunch of starving people all around us. We don't. And since we have enough extra to be able to cover something like that, we will. That's my belief on it. You know, I don't like you speaking for me. Maybe I do want to see a bunch of starving people around me. Well, the way I see it is... A person is empathetic, uh, empathetic, uh, empathetic, empathetic, uh, empathetic, empathetic. Yeah. People are not. Um, that's why, you know, when well, we talk about Nestle uh, as a company and unless uh, you're a sociopath. Well, yeah. So, so look at, look at, look at the total amount of water that comes down like a, the mountains like that, that Nestle will pull from. And you'll begin to see why the arguments against them pulling water from those sources is kind of ridiculous. Because they, 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 of course, do not catch anywhere near all of it. They catch less than like a one percent amount of the water that's actually coming down. If you can't drink the water, drink the beer. Still. Right. Well, what if they're using the beer? What if they're using the water to make the beer? You know, I learned that. In, I learned that when I was in Tijuana. <laughs> yeah, just drink the tequila. Don't drink anything else. And then someone asks you, "I wonder how they get the ice in the drink." I was just gonna say, and then there were ice cubes. Right. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Oh shit. Wind could push this. Wind could push few storms to severe limits today. Oh wait, is that today? Yeah, yeah we actually today. had hail today. We had a tornado warning for a little bit. Holy shit! Yeah, we, yeah. We're uh, it's kind of the, the wind is kind of doing some crazy shit right now outside. I didn't even realize it was going to happen. Since it's all the way at nine oh three, let's. Uh, you guys want to yeah. get to questions? We have a few questions. Let's I can answer like one or two questions. Then I got to cut out for Endgame. And yes, that's right. I'm abandoning you guys to watch Avengers Endgame, and I'm going to text you guys all the dirty secrets. I was about to say it was understandable until you said you were going to spoil it. Now you can go to hell. You can go to hell. You can die. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I already have you blocked. So it's whatever. <laughs> right, no worries. No worries. All right. Now, first question actually comes from our own icy. Could you spend an entire month working with a perfect clone of you, or do you think you'd end up annoying yourself? No, I'd drive myself fucking crazy. I think if it asked too many questions of, is this masturbation or is it gay? <laughs> Honestly, like, if I had to work with myself, I, I know how annoying I am. 
to my coworkers, and I just can't deal with it. I would I would probably end up fist fighting myself. I mean, my manager has asked to clone me numerous times, so I'm going to assume that it'd be pretty awesome working with me as long as I didn't have to be in the same room. <laughs> I would say for myself, it would be a definite one of us would kill the other. It would so be a, uh, a Highlander. There could be only one! It would be a cake-eating <laughs> contest and one of you would choke on a PS4. <laughs> Whoever dies first is a loser. The other just has to live fat. No, Cecil, you got to work the cake, Cecil. you got to work the cake. Okay, next one is by Stains by Kingsby. So one of our uh, friends from another podcast. Uh, if you had one chance to go back in time for one historical event, but you had to spend the rest of your life there, where would you go and why? Oh, shit. Oh, I did not def- hear that question. So I'll repeat it. If you had one chance to go back in time for one historical event, but you had to spend the rest of your life stuck there, where would you go and why? Hmm. See, as a black man, I don't have too many options. Yeah, you do. You can go way back. You don't have to. Yeah, I was gonna say you can. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. You, you don't have to fuck. You don't have to fuck with human history. Yeah, yeah, they had black. They had black pharaohs in Egypt. There you go. Not a lot, but there were a few. <laughs> I mean, it's not. You know, he's not being racist, but you know. They also had woolly mammoths during the time that they built the fucking pyramids. That's true. That's true. Go, go back and. Uh, that could be some good eating. <laughs> <laughs> I will be willing to try woolly mammoth. Yeah. Same. Same. You know they, you know, you know they go extinct, so you don't have to care either. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not like you have to feel guilty. You're like, ah, fuck it. But in all honesty, um, I would want to go back to um, back towards um, check out the Byzantine Empire. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite huh. periods. You know, um, to uh, research about. So I want to see what life was like then. You know, when Istanbul was still Constantinople. Yeah, and it was Istanbul, not Constantinople. I kind of want to go back and uh, and visit Alexandria. Yeah, like the before library. the burning of the yeah, before the burning of the library. Before that's the actually the library, wicked good yeah. one. That I, or I Temple of that. Babylon, one of the two. I, I have a, I have a strong feeling that most of the knowledge that you would find were a bunch of scrolls on how the Earth was flat. Like, I mean, you know, flat Earthers aside, the only bitch <laughs> would be trying to get a Wi-Fi symbol. Single. Right. So, no, no. In reality, they did have some pretty good knowledge. Obviously, they built amazing shit. So they estimated that if we, if the um, library had never burned down, we would be like a thousand year. We would have like a thousand years of knowledge that um, we otherwise had to relearn. Right. Like there that. was so much lost. Yeah. The, the the guesstimations were pretty outrageous. Yeah. People have uncovered. It wasn't. I don't want to say this for sure, but I've heard. I should say that. Um, Newton wasn't actually the first person to invent calculus. I'm sure he wasn't. He also wasn't the first person to... We have a bunch of things. Like, plastic was a thing back in the day, and the guy who invented plastic was killed, or what they assume is plastic. They had a bendable uh, glass, as they called it, and they were so yeah. afraid it was going to disrupt trade that they actually had the guy killed and his prototype destroyed. Well, plastic, a whole mess of stuff. Plastic is the literal byproduct of refining oil, so I right. don't think... That. Well, uh, they had a, there's an actual account and I think it, I think it's, it's in Greece, Greece, uh, in ancient Greece where they had this guy who made a piece of like a, an urn or some sort of small container. He threw it against the ground and it just bent it and he just bent it back out and they called it a clear glass. And because the guys were so worried about what the implications of having something like this could mean, they had him killed and they had his prototype destroyed but they still documented it anyway for right. whatever reason. So a lot of people theorize that it was actually like some form of plastic. Like he may have somehow figured out how to do these things. And they have like the... Uh, but they called um, it witchcraft and burned him. 
pretty much at that <laughs> same time. But, I mean, they have the – what's the the calculator they found at the bottom of the sea? I can't remember the name of it. Like the ancient – yeah. The computer, you mean? Yeah, the computer. It, it, we don't really yeah, sure what it was. It, it yeah. was a time – it was a timekeeping device. Yeah, I, yeah, and I can't remember, but it was it was way older than it should be. Like the technology. Didn't, no, yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty old. Like alga Altherium mechanism or something like that. Because something something mechanism. Yeah, I, it's the name is on the tip of my tongue, but they have like other various things too. They have like that that book that has like all these wild designs and various things like that in it. That um, the Voynich manuscripts, which could probably just be like the world's just most expensive joke, because that book costs a ton of money. But uh, anyway, guys, it's time for me to cut out because I gotta watch Endgame. All right, you have a good night. Have fun. So I'm gonna stop my recording now. I'm gonna say thank you, gentlemen. Apologize for leaving everyone early, especially with D in charge. But you know, I have faith in Article and IC that they're gonna hold things together. We'll survive. Yeah, you'll survive. If not, I'll just come back and D would have killed himself. It's all good. It's so all good. Guys... We'll just we'll we'll, we'll stick we'll stick uh, Shitsu over in a uh, in a library before. Yeah. Uh... Right. Enjoy, man. Enjoy. I really hope you do. You guys, ha- I will. I'm. I am gonna enjoy. And I was gonna see it tomorrow night, but my friends that were gonna see it with me tomorrow night backed out because they're gonna go to the Sci-Fi Expo that's in Vermont. And I can't blame them for that. I was like, that's pretty cool that they're gonna go to that, but that means I'd like to see it earlier because the sooner I see it, yeah, the sooner I won't care about spoilers. So I'm off. Yeah, you gentlemen have a fantastic night, and I will catch you guys on the flip side. I right, do. Right. Take it easy. Peace. Later. I think the uh, where I would go back would would be during like the height of uh, Nikola Tesla developing stuff because I'd like to see some of the shit that he was working on get to meet him and then you know it's not that far back where stuff starts getting more civilized and more you know you start getting more than modern amenities so I think that'd be my choice that, dang, that, that, that doesn't sound too bad that was no. before the the creation of the transistor you want to go back to that <laughs> yeah but at the same time it's not like to the back of medieval pestilence in, in, in Europe either so I mean yeah. I mean fair yeah. I mean, but you know, uh, the medieval times had their perks. Like, imagine, not really. No, no. Imagine living Life through the crusade. Miserable you, back then. Imagine living through the crusade. You could do what, literally whatever you want as long as you were part of the Holy Empire. You I had to be I part would, of the elite, and even their lives kind of sucked. Their I would, lives pretty much were a shit show. Yeah, if I went back to that time, I would basically spend my entire life inventing the toilet because yeah. there's no way I'm fucking living without a damn toilet, you know? That's, that's there's the no one, showers, no toilets. Right, that's the one huge drawback to time travel. Didn't, didn't the ancient Greeks have like a primitive form of like a, a sewer system? If you're thinking, what you're thinking is the aqueduct system in Rome before the fall of Rome, before they started being corrupt and letting everything go to hell, yeah. they had an excellent waterway system in Rome called the aqueduct system, yeah. whether it be qu- clean water, sewage, all that stuff was done very well, actually. Yeah, that was a good thing. That actually benefits societies a lot when that happens because it, it removes waste from where people are which improves health <laughs> as much as people go oh those romans invaded and were taken over and all that they they would build roads aqueducts and other th- they actually made people's lives they're like those romans fight them those damn and then afterwards they're like well shit we can still follow our religion we get clean water now sewage is actually not in the streets fuck it's not so bad well until politicians dicked it up and then it all crumbled and went down well, we are missing one um, important uh, thing. Even with vaccinations and everything, there are just some diseases that are uh, we're just not used to that you know you, you can come down with that your body just won't recover. From. Yeah, different strains. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they never said you'd live long. Just said the rest of your life. <laughs> That's true. And actually, uh, speaking about um, ancient uh, Romans, I. 
I remember reading somewhere where their fire department was privatized. And the guy who would run the fire department would, before he would put out people's houses on fires, he would negotiate the, um, buying the property for literal pennies on the dollar. Um, and then the person whose house is burning would have no choice but to accept it. Or else they'd lose everything. And mm. apparently he got rich from that. So it's, it's, If it's true, it's disgusting. Uh, it's capitalism at its finest. Uh, actually, I wouldn't say finest, but <laughs> it's definitely... So, this is another question from Icy. If you had to challenge death uh, to a game or event to keep living, so it's either you win or you die... What would you choose and why? I didn't get to say when I could wanted to go back. Shit, time. shit. I, I am sorry. I am not on the ball tonight. I am sorry. What time period would you go back to? I don't know. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I think I would honestly... I wouldn't live very long, but I would be like, I need to know what the Big Bang looked like. And I, so I would just go back to, to right about then and then just die instantly. But I'd be like, uh, at least in that very moment, I'd be like, got it! You know? And then to his dismay, there really was no Big Bang. You're like, oh, oh, fuck. I mean, there there was at least one. I subscribe to the Big Bang Theory. I'm just yeah, laughing. Well, there there could be multiple, so maybe you'd see some really weird shit if you went back far enough. <laughs> it's not the Big Bang. It's the Big Firework Show. You're one of the shitty ones that went off. <laughs> I would either do that or, or, or go back in time to see the formation of our solar system. Or when uh, Mars and Venus were actually habitable. Well, mm, didn't it take millions or billions of years for our solar system to form? You wouldn't naturally yeah. live long enough to see it anyway. <laughs> well, no, he said I had to live, right? Oh. No, the rest of your life. Well, fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what the I'm question saying. Was. My life would be very short, but it would be kind of cool to see. Worth it. <laughs> or I would check out the dinosaurs again. My life would be very short, but it would be cool to see. Hey, cool, what's up? <clears throat> At least you can go out saying, you know, you ate a T-Rex or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would look for. I'd be like, I'd be like, none of you bitch-ass dinosaurs are good enough for me. I get eaten by a T-fucking-Rex, all right? That's how this movie ends. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a plant eater, like, looking at you like, right. motherfucker, you bitch, you taste like shit. Get out of here. <laughs> Fucking velociraptors. Clever girl. Opening doors and shit. Actually, I think we'll start with you, Article, for this one, because I <laughs> kept forgetting you tonight. Okay, so what what game would you challenge death to to be allowed to live longer? What game? Yes. Uh, game I'm... or some sort of competition, challenge. Okay. Um, not an eating competition, because he doesn't have a stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. What the fuck could you outdo death at? I guess dying. I mean, it could be something like, you know, your favorite video game or a game of chess or something like that. Maybe a debate. But I don't think... I don't think I would beat him at those things. I think death is probably pretty cunning. <laughs> like, I try to think like what, what's a what's a physical? Let's go. I'll I'll challenge him to a, a ski race because I'm pretty sure he'll break bones. Oh, true. I don't know. How about Something you? I see. Like what what would you challenge him to? So my thing would probably be a hot dog eating competition because you know, like you said, death doesn't have a stomach. Yeah, that's that's that's. I was wondering that too. Would that technically be like all you have to eat is one then? Yes, because he, he won't be able to eat more. He, he won't right. be able to keep it in, you know. Well, that's what but that was do, my do worry. Do you have to keep it in? Because, I mean, if as long as if, if the rules are you can't throw it back up, he's not. It's just hitting ribs and just bouncing off onto the floor. He technically ate it. So. I mean, he could technically, like, tie a, a trash bag underneath his throat and just, like, toss him back. But 
Another thing I would do would probably be, you know, I don't know, maybe some sort of like, maybe like GoldenEye. And I'll just oh, use yeah. uh, odd jobs. I've, <laughs> I have actually, I've actually got the way to, to, to really get them on this. I've got a good answer. Go for it. I would challenge death. Be like, okay, so if I win at this challenge, I get to keep living, huh? I challenge him, who can suck at their job more? So he either gets to let me live, or tons of other motherfuckers aren't going anywhere. <laughs> that's, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you either, that's clever. That's clever. You either live, or you, you help somebody else out. Wow. Mm. I may not be the smartest person, but I am a shady little fucker sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I get something clever in. Yeah, you know, self-preservance and everything. Self-preservation. I think my favorite appearance of death is uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, yeah, he looked badass in Symphony of the Night. I haven't played that in a while, though. Oh, love oh that. I thought you were going to go with Family Guy. It. Nah. <laughs> Dates that, 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 that animal-loving girl and finally just touches her to die. <laughs> she dies. Like, damn. So, if, if in terms of, you know, cool, cool factor, I would have to go with Symphony of the Night. But in terms of, like, my favorite all-around depiction of death, I'd have to go with The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. In what? Yeah, that actually, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, that was a fun cartoon. I just like a Rastafarian death. Like, <laughs> All right. who would th- think that would work? That's pretty funny. I mean, I guess it could have any personality it wanted, really. Actually, my favorite version of death, and I'm not going to go to media, I'm going to go to mythology, is actually Thanatos. <sighs> he's the Greek, uh, Greek god of death, but he's like the Greek god of, like, say, a decent, like a nonviolent death. Okay. He was the son of Nyx, the goddess of night, and the brother of Hypnos, the goddess of sleep. He basically was charged with um, carrying uh, people off to the, you know, to the underworld after their time allotted by the fates expired, and you know they were done. But he was also very compassionate. Like he often got punished by the other gods because if you could offer him a really good reason why you can get just a little bit more time to tie up a loose knot or something like that, if he had a really good, like what sounded like a very just reason. He would actually let you go try to finish your business. And oftentimes people would try to take advantage of that. Then it would turn out badly and he'd get punished and then he'd have to be strict again for a while. But he was also depicted, uh, some depictions have him as, as like half a beautiful young man or what they would describe as beautiful in, in Greek or whatever. And the other half would be that like skeleton and everything else. So, hmm. But he was uh, very compassionate but very fair. But oftentimes, you know, tricked. It was, it was kind of a cool depiction of it. More humane, you know, humanitarian, uh, humanitarian kind of. Right. Depiction of them. Oh, man. How, how could it be that gods have human traits? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. Who would have come up with all them and given them human traits? I, 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 you got me there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I, stop lose, or I start losing respect for certain ideas, like you know, polytheism especially. Once you start learning about like, just how many different gods there are, like, you had to tell us about, like, 40 gods just to explain that story. It's so stupid. But you know what I, you know what I respect, though, about a lot of those old religions, the polytheistic ones, though? Mm. You see, a lot of the, like, the, the, the newer ones, are like, a lot of the, uh, the, the, the monotheistic ones are very, like, hypocritical. Oh, this should be This good. one's perfect. This is awesome. This god is perfect because they don't commit any things like that. But you're a shitbag because you, you do shit wrong. You should not kill. You're capable of killing your shitbag. Um, but you just told me he just wiped out my race with a flood. That's kind of, kind of a mass genocide. Isn't that worse? No. However, 
you know, it's like it's like when you take the polytheistic, you know, religions, it's like, yeah, our gods and goddesses, yeah, they're assholes and they're flawed. You know what? If 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 you get them on your side, you might get some good stuff. If you piss them off, he's gonna fuck your day. He's just gonna fuck your day. He doesn't give a shit. It's just kind of honest, you know. It's like one is trying to be like perfect and hypocritical. It's like they're perfect and then they're doing the opposite of what you know why you know you're a douche. But the policy I think ones, yeah, they're all assholes. They're just they're just fucking with you. They they are all assholes. <laughs> I can't. It's more honest. The Old Testament people didn't believe that God was kind and just and and fair all the time. It's it's kind of the mix. It's kind of the mix of the Old and New Testament now that kind of created that conundrum. Well, that's one. The, the the Old Testament and the New Testament are different. They're essentially different religions. Yeah, like very true. Uh, so it's you can't like somebody that believes in in the Bible now. They don't believe in the Old Testament, or a lot of them don't. Some of the people you'll find out there do, like that that Ken Ham dude or whatever. Down south, it's all pick and choose. They, right, they have their right. version of what they want, and a lot of it comes from part old, part new, and it's like right. you scare me. But I, I I appreciate the values being taught by like um, Judaic based religions today a lot more than I did you know than, than uh, most religions in the past. I would say it, it does. It gives a good framework for a good you know at least it gives some control at least some like framework for saying okay we don't want society doing a complete shit mess shit basket here. So it does give some value, some structure to help you know, at least guide people's behavior to some degree. Because I mean scare the shit out of them saying some god's gonna destroy you or make your you know, forever lasting, ever life, a living hell. They're like, yeah, they might behave. So, like, here's here's how I see it. Like, uh, you were saying with the um old, you know, polytheistic gods. Well, here's the thing: people want to believe that uh, something bigger and better than themselves is out there. You know, yeah. You want to believe that there is a perfect being out there, because then it gives you a reason to try to live in perfection. We know that humans are flawed, but we know that yeah. and. Yeah. But we know that there's something out there that is perfect. It gives us more inspiration to try to try our best to be perfect, even though we know well, we can never reach it. Yeah, it, like to strive for it is is good, and I think, um, yeah, I, I agree with those points. I don't think I said anything that that went against them. Uh, it's long since been my my understanding, anyway, that like Christianity, any kind of judaic based religion basically points out the fact that people at their default are sinners like to their to their core not because they necessarily want to be but that's kind of just the way it is like everybody it's lies, kind of the selfishness like, you know, of human nature and back then it was understandable because a lot of people <laughs> were not very nice right well well the point of it isn't to so the point of it is it is to say look everybody sins so you know sinning isn't really something that we should consider uh, grounds to judge others by right it gets different when you 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 take into account like murder and things like that because you're physically affecting another person's life when you do it, you know. Uh, but there, like a lot of the ideas that are out there, they catch a lot of flack nowadays because people find them as like bigoted or hateful or old timey kind of thing. But a lot of them, like they're they're based in in tradition. I would say they're based in tradition that is proven to to do well by society. Right. Yeah. So, Most cultures, when, when studying a lot of, like, say, uh, you know, anthropology and everything else, um, a lot of, like, even some of the weirdest things are like, what, how is that started off? It might have gotten kind of misconstrued in the retelling. It might have kind of evolved over time and doesn't make sense anymore. But most traditions, most things people do and say, like, in cultures, cultural things, at one point in time, it benefited their culture. Like, it helped them survive. It helped avoid a problem. So there was actually a benefit to it. They might no longer understand what it is, or they might just be doing it out of tradition and the 
what it was helping with is no longer valid. Yeah. But that's where a lot of things started was it was actually something that benefited the society. Yeah, I think a lot of things don't get explained deeply enough these days. Or they just lose, they don't know what, ex- they can ponder, but they don't have it, you know, because so much is lost in history. I mean, we, we dig back up just like tiny bits and pieces and go, I think this is how this happened. For all as we know, it, half the, half the uh, shit that we find that we, you know, that we attribute to cultures and stories and what really happened could be some dickheaded prankster. We're only capturing the stuff some asshole like me left saying, <laughs> in a thousand years, won't it be funny if you think we did this? Be like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm going to make a time capsule. I'm going to put in some fucked up shit. A copy of Jersey Shore. Oh, <laughs> They're man. gonna be like, "Wow, people were fucked up back then." Like, I, um, I, I read something <laughs> like, um, like feature, you know, uh, feature ar- ar- architect. I'm mean, not architects. Um, damn, what's the word? People who study uh, things in the past. You're thinking of an archaeologist. Archaeologist, feature archaeologist. Like they could dig up homes. Like let's say they dig up like um, a, a community of homes from now, and they see a plunger in every house. Now, they don't have plungers in this time. So they might say, oh, this could have been some sort of religious religious uh, object. Sex toy? <laughs> religious? Maybe. Like, uh, you know. Well, think about it. How many times do we say there was a lot of fertility cults, fertility religions, fertility gods? That's true. They found phallic. Div- what if it's just nothing more than the old-fashioned fucking dildos? <laughs> like, they're going to they're gonna say we worshipped a whole bunch of, like, say, phallic gods and goddesses. No, because there, be, there would be two different gods for that. There'd be, like, the god of dildos and then the god of fertility <laughs> or whatever. That's how crazy it is. Like, and then there'd probably be like gods for individual parts of those beings themselves. Like, it's, it's the ballsack god. <laughs> yeah. So like, I used to like. Uh, I really like. I've always liked the sun god Ra by Egyptian standard, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but then I learned that there's another god of, that that applies to the sun, and uh, oh shit, I think it's his name is At Atten A T. It's like A T O N or Aton A T U N. Yeah, something like that. And literally what it is, it's the rays that come from the sun and touch everything else. But these rays, literally at the very ends of them, they have they they just have painted little hands, like little creepy hands touching everything <laughs> coming from the sun. And it's like ever since I saw that, I was just like, I couldn't unsee it. I was like, oh, this is fucking a, this is a I nightmare. Mean, it kind of makes so sense. So are you telling me their original, like their their son Ray God was Joe Biden? Well, no. So <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, like simply because you can think it doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah. You know, like, like <laughs> I mean, but think about it. You ever, you, you ever stood outside and then the sun like hits your face and it does feel like like a lot outside, yeah. a million little hands are like touching your little your face. Well, yeah, because the photons are, you know, they, yeah. they, they are so, bouncing off you. It, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Is it doesn't? It's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just that it's fucking creepy. Like, if the sun has ever seen your dick, it has groped you. It's like. That's basically what that means. Long as they did a good job, I guess. <laughs> but uh, you know what would be really creepy is, is imagine what people in the far future would think about our society if what they dug up trying to figure out about our society, culture, advancements, and all they found were fucking me- printed out memes. Oh, fucking SpongeBob and shit, all those <laughs> stupid-ass memes. Imagine how fucked up they think we were, especially some of the creepy ones. Well, they'd probably, they probably wouldn't even think that we were fucked up. They'd probably be like, amateurs. Or yeah, knowing the rate, the the, the kind of course we're on, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Our beams, our our memes just get beamed directly into our brains. <laughs> Fucking amateurs. But what's interesting is is when you look at paleontology and all the fossils and all the stuff. You know, you grew up with dinosaurs and you see the scenes and you're thinking of all this life, all the stuff we know. Um, 
right now the best guess estimate of how much life we actually understand, like how many species we actually have fossils for or some some bit of knowledge about as far as the na- natural world back then, like millions of years, is less than a percent. Uh, sure. That doesn't uh, mean we, we haven't found them. Uh, no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the, because there's such specific conditions for fossils, they think basically the amount of species that we know of is less than a percentage. Probably, I mean, of over all time, probably. Um, but any, also, at any given, like say, um, any given, like say, age, like back back then, like the you know by dinosaur age, you know the, the millions of years ago. Right. There's actually there's actually a um, chunk of like thirty million, thirty to thirty five million years. That we don't have a single fossil from. It's just a blank. Like, we have no idea yeah. what even was around then. So it's it's literally any given age back then is, like, less... Overall, it's less than a percentage. And it can vary between the age, yeah. but it's, like, pretty much a percentage well, in each age. You gotta previous think, to, like, say, yeah. the, the, you know, the Ice Age. Right. You gotta think maybe there wasn't a lot of things alive during that period. Maybe something happened. Well, there's no way of knowing because we're talking about like everything going back because there's such specific conditions to preserve fossils, and right. a lot of times soft body doesn't get it. Yeah. So, and there's so few compared to like say, yeah, we don't know that there might have just been fewer species back then, but there are so many that most likely will never see a single fossil because there's never been a preserved fossil of that entire species because it is such specific conditions for something to fossilize. And then not get destroyed. Right, but there are there are tons of areas that we haven't even tried excavating. Oh, yeah, um, very true. But I'm saying is overall, even if we are able to excavate every single area where there could possibly be discovered every possible fossil left, we're still missing, we would still be missing over 90% of the life on the planet that has existed. See, l- yeah. let's take a look at, let's take a look Pretty at neat. even um, the ones we do find fossils about. Like, we still don't, there's a lot we still don't know about them. Like dinosaurs, a lot of people imagine like lizard-looking things. Yeah, but you know, we actually we're getting don't know. a better idea from newer um, fossils what some of those actually look like. Like some had feathers. We actually found enough some fossils that they were able to discern some of the skin coloring and tones as well. But a lot of the softer-bodied ones, they don't yeah. even know what they look like. They, they're, they're like, this this was a flat creature. No, it wasn't. We found another. It was. We don't even know which end is the fucking mouth and which is the butt. Well, there are we, literally species right now. They're not sure what it looked like in 3D, and they're actually not even sure which end is the right end. Like I'm just saying, like I've seen the bones of a ra- I've seen the bones of rabbits, and I've seen mm-hmm. rabbits themselves. They look nothing like how their skeletal structure would leave you to think they look. No, exactly, yeah. and that's why for many years we had no clue. But they've recently found, you know, in the past couple decades, either found by better, you know, you know, fossil sites that had better preservations, or at least rediscovered stuff in the drawers of Smithsonian or whatever was lost for a while. They've actually found um, some really good, even some fossils that ha- had like the outlines of soft tissue, yeah. like internal organs. They found some yeah. that were so well preserved they could tell uh, what feathers, where the feathers were. They had complete, near complete skeletons. They had the the skin tone. They could tell the skin tones and colors. I think it's because and stuff like that. Well, I think it's I don't know about the skin tones and and the colors, but I think it's at least one of them that I know of is because the skin imprinted on like whatever yes. clay it died on. So they knew just what the happened, texture was. Right. Well, and just happened to preserve itself as the thing died. So, yeah. On a couple of them, there was actually a way they could actually discern what it probably the coloration it most likely had. And I forget what it was, but they went in this big, long spiel about it. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. you know, I mean, I mean being, it's not necessarily right. It's being peer reviewed. It's not necessarily going to be a hundred percent. I think but. Our, like the only, the better way to go about how maybe some of these dinosaurs were colored is probably to look at the environments they lived in. 
rather than yeah. the skeleton rather than the bones because you could assume that a lot of them probably had some kind of well uh, it wasn't it, it wasn't just the bones i mean they took into account like say what vegetation that fossils they had but they also took into account like say it had like the skin imprints like the really fossil where they could tell the there was some sort of like isotope that they said it probably had this coloring or that oh yeah 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 you might be right they might be able to they might be able to tell it was a really preser- well preserved skeleton, like that, like that super, like almost mummified stegosaurus they found. Oh, I haven't seen that. No, oh, it, it's it's scarily, you know, well preserved. It's gonna look like some fucking beef jerky. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> it's gonna look like some beef jerky, but it's gonna be some beef jerky. You could tell what the fuck it was. Let me tell you, they've actually found a few really, really good preserved fossils that were just in the super right conditions. If only we could find, like, a whole, like, velociraptor or something encased in amber. What's that? A whole velociraptor? Like, encased in amber or something like that. Right. Know. Dude, I don't... That's a lot of fucking amber. Was it a... And yes, I, I know the size of a velociraptor. It's about, you know, it'd be, like, about as tall as me. But still, that's still a lot of amber. I think it's an ankylosaur or whatever. Or Oh, no, it's no, notosaur. Sorry, notosaur. My bad. It wasn't a stegosaurus. It was a notosaur. My, my bad. They look like ankylosaurs or whatever. They just don't. It's have it's a relative. Was a, it was a, it was a relative of or very similar to a different time period of the uh, yeah. They, yeah, I was gonna say they. I think that them and the stegosaurus are probably all related. Uh, There's a lot of those that were like either not either they were related or you know they think they were somehow or just or were just you know developed the same or near the same kind of things just due to uh, the type of evolution where it's like yeah, similar one, conditions exist. This one is crazy well preserved. This is nuts. Yeah. You can see like its facial features and shit. They found a few really well preserved uh, uh, fossils like that, where they were able to. I th- they claimed they were able to discern what the skin tone and color probably was. And from that fossil you're probably looking at, you probably could see why they were. They could find out a lot about the animal. Sure. And they even found a couple that had the outline of say, like say, the stomachs and all the internal organs, the lungs, the heart, and then it had what was in the stomach, like the fossilized remains of whatever it ate. Right. Imprint. So there was some really cool, plus our technology being able to see inside of them too without damaging too bad before like trying to chip away everything, um, has allowed us to you know to gain glean more knowledge too. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's one of the points I was going to make there. Like, yeah, it's no wonder that we don't have the knowledge before we find the evidence. You know. Yeah. Like that's the way that especially those old like archaeological yeah. digs or whatever go. But you, I mean, I guess you could kind of it's kind of tautological. You could say it about anything. But no, uh, but we can't get our hopes up. There's going to be no Jurassic Park DNA and um, DNA RNA anything like that does have a half life, and millions of years is way past the half life of DNA. Any type of DNA. Yeah, if I. Uh... That's according to science. Uh, however, uh, what's well within the ability to discern the DNA is stuff like woolly mammoths. I don't know. I think that we could be able to recreate the DNA. Like the the DNA itself is kind of like, I mean, it's died, it's dwindled, it's hard to read, kind of thing. But if we could eventually, it's, it's pretty much after millions of years, it's non-existent at this point. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, it, like, if I we mean, could... if we get like scrapes, but I think we can try to, f- if we figure out enough of the fossil record that shows what it eventually evolved into, you might be able to reverse that or what it was closely couple related. It, to. Right. Couple it with our understanding of genetics. I think we might be able to reverse engineer some shit, especially at least make something close. We may not right. make well. Exactly you look at the things same. like you look at things like CRISPR, right? Yeah, I mean, technically, you could take like a an embryonic stem cell and just decide what life you would want to program into it. 
and technically probably clone whatever the fuck you want that way, you know? You know what I'd make? I'd make a natural predator for the human race. Just what? to make shit a little bit more interesting. You would literally just create another human. Yeah, but this would at least be like more interesting looking. Maybe it have spikes and shit. I'll try to see what the next step of human evolution would be. Like, where do we go from here? Hmm. Uh, probably something stupid, knowing uh, the rest of society right now. So I, I just want something to eat the dumber ones. Um, I mean, I suppose the easier th- thing could be just take the you know warning labels off shit and let nature short itself out. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I like a challenge, you know. I think the next step is going to be basically becoming almost cy- well, almost almost cyborg, in the sense at least that we're going to eventually be able to implant ourselves with like ports we can connect to, you know, hard drives and data and stuff like that. Or we're finally going to create a, a truly like conscious and learnable, you know, a fully conscious AI, and it's going to say, <laughs> "No, I'm going to make like people robots, but you fuckers, you fuckers are getting quarantined. You fuckers are done." That's why I think that uh, like cyber genetics is the next step for people. And then the machines, when they finally full on go, they're going to be like, "Nope, we don't want any of those." Well, that's what I'm saying. There, there would only. be there would be no other way that we could keep up with AI unless we went the oh, cyber yeah. genetic route. No other way. In which case, over time, we would just weed the biologic out and eventually just become nothing more than AI. Yeah, maybe very slowly we'll all just become yeah. robots. I'm right with it. Yep. We'd hump like washing machines like that robot chicken episode. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd worship phallic, phallic metallic gods. The metal dildo. You, you would just have to... gods. You just have to hope that you're like the bender model and that you needed alcohol or that else you would rust. Like... Like he wouldn't, he would cease to function without alcohol. Yeah, that's that's literally what. Yeah, but is. does he actually get drunk though? He doesn't really get drunk. He no, gets he get, drunk as oh, he, he gets, gets sober. Yeah, he, <laughs> when he gets sober, he gets. It's weird. Because I mean, it, it, I mean, if I have to like, you know, drink to just exist and continue running, I at least want to get like I don't know, white girl wasted once in a while. You know what I mean? I mean, he seems pretty happy when he's drunk. <laughs> I don't know when he's drinking. So. Then again, he seems pretty happy when he's completely being a douche too. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bigger dick. He's not the best robot, but <laughs> he—he's—he's he's not the pinnacle of uh, ethics. That's for damn yeah. sure. He redeems himself on occasion, pretty much. But then again, I mean, if you're a logical like machine and you're dealing with a whole bunch of like idiotic, you know, emotional meat sacks, you'd probably get a little bean, a little, uh, a little jaded too, right? I know I would. Like, I'm already jaded just dealing with other humans. Yeah, we work in tech support. We're like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I have no heart left. I have no heart left. It's like, this movie's so sad. I'm like, quit being a bitch. It's like, what happened to me today? Like, right before I was leaving for the day. It's Friday. Everybody else left early. I'm the last one in the office. And someone's going to call five minutes before I leave, asking me to map a printer for them. I have to log, I have to log back into everything. It's just, it's that kind of thing. Just as, lo- just as long as it isn't, like, my luck, dude. It's like, two minutes before you're supposed to go, somebody calls, and they need a, uh, a, a, you know, like a simple password reset, right? Yeah. And then you're on the phone for a fu- almost a fucking hour. You're like, oh, you know what? I don't know what the hell's going on. Let me go there in person. You walk over there, and the moron just can't fucking type his own password, and he's creating. Oh, wow. Like, literally just sucks so bad at typing that it costs almost an hour extra of your time. And you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to just delete oh. the fucking account. Trust me, <laughs> I've, been, I've been there. I've been there. Like, you, you want to be like the person that got fired? That um, they worked for, like, say, uh, a tech support company for one of the computers that somebody sold. Um, I It was a real story. I forgot the brand. But 
So somebody bought a uh, computer and they called tech support because they couldn't get it to turn on, right? Yep. And she's like, yeah, it just, it just won't turn on. It's like, do you have it plugged in? Are you, you know, you're pressing the power button. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just can't figure it out. I mean, can you take a look? She's like, hold on, I, I've got to, you know, sorry, I, 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 I need to get a flashlight so I can see. He's like, okay, where, where is it at? Oh, it's just out here at the desk, but it's, it's dark. We've got no power. He's like, excuse me. He's like, oh yeah, the power's out. I mean, the whole block. But for some reason, this computer won't, won't turn on. This was a real conversation, by the way. It was recorded, and this person actually got fired. Was it a laptop? So. No, it was an actual desktop computer. Yikes. And so the person said, okay, so this is, she's like, so what do I do? And he's like, okay, so here, here's what you do. Yeah? Okay, go ahead and, 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 and unplug it. Take that down. Okay. Pack it back in the box. Yep. Now ship it back to us because you're too fucking stupid to own a computer. <laughs> and he told her that, and it's recorded, and then he literally was fired, but literally the entire block was without power, and she couldn't figure out yeah. why this electrical device wouldn't turn on without power. She didn't have a UPS. That was That's one of those moments where, like, the boss pulls you in, right? And they're like, look, man, I agree, but I got to fire you. <laughs> like, It, it is, because, I mean, everybody that sees that been like, he's right, but, you know, I, I can see why he got fired. You can't really tell the customer that. You yeah, know. you can't be true. But at the same like time, that. it's like, that customer's always right. It's kind of wrong. It's bullshit, because it's like, at some point, well, you got to sit there and just say, listen, person, you are too stupid to exist. I if mean, you can't turn on an electrical device... Because the power is out, you can't realize that it doesn't work because the power is out. Right. You really shouldn't be alive. I mean, Darwin should have taken that, should have fixed that. You know. I mean, what, it's like what point? Like, I understand it's satisfying to to call an idiot an idiot when you see their their idiocy go down. But like, what there point? isn't there is a gray area. It's like what point? I I don't know what point what gray area where's the line, but I'm pretty sure that not being able to turn on a computer when the entire power of the block is out and there's no battery backup, no UPS, I'm pretty sure that's well past on the side that says you should probably just drink the Kool-Aid. I don't know. That, that there, could be... you, you can, there's, a, there's a nice wide range where I could say, where do you draw the line? I understand the gray area. That is far enough away from the gray area. That's definitely a black and white. That person's too stupid to own a computer. Right. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate because um, I do agree with you. But um, at the same time, we all have our stupid moments. You know, we all have our dumb moments. That's true. Where, but this, but no, but this is like if you sit there and go, "Oh yeah, the power's out." We all do have our stupid moments. But this person, I mean, he was like, "The power's out." Yeah, the power's out. I mean, it was like this wasn't a stupid moment. This person really was not getting it. Right. So it was more than a stupid moment. This person was really, really fucking dumb. And I've actually had to work and support somebody that was just literally that I got called. I'd get called for stuff like, you can't get something to turn on. I go over there. It's like, they're trying to turn on a TV. They don't know how to turn on a TV. It's like, press the fucking power button. And it's, it's not like once in a while having a stupid moment. Or maybe the batteries weren't in the remote. I mean, we're talking about literally can't fucking function with anything like a normal human being. Yeah, I can't turn it on. Hit the power button. What's the power button? The thing that says power button. It's like... I've had to deal with those people, and literally, it's like, repeatedly, it's like, you're dealing with something so stupid, it's like, how do you, this is not like it's a computer issue, it's like, I can't turn the TV on. Yeah. Uh, well, why isn't my light switch turned on? It's like, how do you exist at home? Like, how do you function as a fucking adult? There's 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 a gray area, but then there's a line where, like, they're, they're like, so far behind, like, you have to look at binoculars to see them. They're so far off that gray area and into the, like, you know, safe zone, you have to look at through them for a pair of binoculars and sit there and go... You know what? You shouldn't breed <laughs> through the <laughs> megaphone. I mean, 
There's some out there. There are people wealthy enough. They don't know how to pump gas. The person I'm re- just just some of the instances I'm referring to, they were not wealthy enough for that. Right, <laughs> They're just really that. You dumb. know, like states like New Jersey, still you can't pump your own gas in New Jersey. Apparently. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, people yeah. that so so yeah stuff like that. But that's basically to prevent stupidity. <laughs> from. But who that owns a TV doesn't know how to turn on their own TV. When literally it's it's not oh. like it's not like a set of remotes. It's not like a cut. It's just literally pushing the power button. Yeah. Sometimes I or don't because mine is finicky. No, no, that's that's there's a problem. It's broken. I'm saying literally calls because you don't know how to turn on a TV. Like I don't know how to turn on this. There's a power button right there. Where's the power button? That thing that has the power symbol. That's a power symbol. For the last hundred years, yes. You know. So now I have to say like, all right. So a TV is one thing. Like my so there's two types of people. My mom and dad are around the same age. My dad took to technology, you know, pretty fast. My mom didn't. You know, for a long time growing up, even just type of simple, um, just a, a simple paper. My mom would always have me or one of my brothers type it up for her. Uh, she, yeah, but at the same time, that's a little bit more like saying that's okay. You're better typing than me, or you know how this program works. There's a lot more to it. No, 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 no. The typing was just the tip of the iceberg. She literally could not do anything on a computer. You know. Yes, but did she? Could she press a power button and turn on a radio or a television? Okay, so yes, yes, you could. Like, I'm talking about somebody that owns this stuff that can't even figure out how to press a power button to turn something on that's right in plain view. There are some of those that I've come across in the past that literally could not. I had one call, one job, fault. dude. It's it's then they're they're four or five. I don't care. It's like they're 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 bad off. No, sometimes one sometimes person. it is like some people are just so anti technology. Well, some people are just very ignorant. Other people actually are stupid. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about people just from other interactions that literally, there, there's many reasons I won't get into that they were just a dumb son of a gun. Like, even just talking and communication, it, just every level of, like, everything you go over, even just in passing, just even, like, just, like, friendly, you're just like, ow, my brain hurts. There are those out there that are so bad, it's like... Well, you used to live in, you know, pretty prime... Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know the place I'm referencing. And it's not up here in the Northeast. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know where I'm referencing. Yeah. There were some prime candidates that were just, and it was so, and it wasn't like, they weren't mean. They weren't right bad. Like, I didn't hate them, but it was just like, it was so. It was tough, yeah. They were so slow in the head that it was painful. And even if you talked to some them about something they knew or they were interested in, it was still painful. It was like, how do you function? <laughs> nah, and it's like I've dated girls like that. Go on. <laughs> what was okay? So what was the redeeming quality? Because there's got to be something like they, like so they had a magic skill there. I mean, what was the upside of that? She had a fat ass. And there you have the reason why evolution is fucked up. <laughs> God, <laughs> damn it, I see you, you, you fucked it. Up. Damn it, no, damn it's, it. It's all of us, man. We get booty blinded. No, I know, Pretty I much. know. Booby blinded, booty blinded. It's like you know, yeah, you're just like, oh. And I'm sure, and, and it goes both ways. I mean, there's also the you know the the other side of the coin where they get uh, you know dick blinded, you know, because you should see dick so, some some half yeah <laughs> dick tricked. You get some like intelligent female that are like, who's your significant other? And like, he's trying to eat the brick. Yeah. And you're like, he's still trying to eat the brick. It's like it's like uh you guys have seen uh the Mo- the Moana movie, right? Yes, yes I have. Movie. Hey hey, the chicken that eats a rock <laughs> and then pukes it back up, you know. It's like, uh, this thing ain't right. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> so it's like the chicken hey hey. It's like, it's just pretty much, they're just, 
not right. I mean, that's the reason why we have the dumb jock and the uh, dumb blonde and stuff stereotypes. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> sometimes, like, you know, some people, once they have beauty, they... Beauty is only skin deep, but stupid goes straight to the bone. Well, in terms of what we're here for, we're here to reproduce, and you don't really need much, as long as you have, as long as you look good, you don't need much else to get the job done. Really, the instinct for reproduction from a scientific viewpoint is what is the most viable as far as what should have, like, say, good qualities or genes to survive, and what has, what has the best chance of saying having healthy offspring. That's pretty much a uh, instinctual, like, mm. drive for that. It's pretty much whatever trait is, is considered desirable. I would really hope that, like, Licking the window was not amongst them, but I, I guess that's unfortunate. Sometimes you get blinded by all the other good traits, and so what? So the the theory behind it is those who, who didn't have the necessary skills to survive wouldn't survive long enough to reproduce. Sure, but nowadays we rescue them and we even promote them. That's, that's say, the problem. Survival for human beings at this point is actually pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you literally have to be dumber than like the most genetically jacked up animal to not survive. I mean, you have to do some dumb shit to not survive in today's day and age. Yeah. Kind of like. And sometimes you have to do dumb shit repeatedly. Though even when you get to that point, you still have other people who, who, will, ste- um, who will step out of their way just to help make sure you continue to. Yeah. Yes. I revived the idiot six times. It's like, no! Oh, he Brett, son of a. There goes the gene pool. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Well, I also think that human beings are actually pretty good at adapting anyway. So even if we, like Venezuela, like people aren't literally starving to death by droves of thousands in Venezuela, right? No, but it sucks that they have no power. Right. No, don't get me wrong. Shit sucks. But I'm saying like it could be a lot worse and uh, yeah. they're they're still able to, to figure out how to survive. So like I think people are, they, they can adapt, especially communities of, of people. So, uh, all right. So, like things like this. I'm not saying. So, what I'm I'm not saying that we should. Um, I'm not saying anything negative here. Just that, like things like all right, people with allergies or <laughs> um, things like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like Louis. That's a rabbit hole. That's a rabbit hole. There's a lot of stuff that can play into. Because I mean, what's cool. What's cool is that no matter what health condition you have, almost it's like science can find a way to allow you to at least have a better life or at least maybe survive longer. On the downside is, no matter what condition, you're probably breeding and passing it on more. Yeah, exactly. Which it's you know. it's it, and it's no fault of somebody own, but like say if somebody's prone to a lot of health problems and they reproduce, then that gets you know it gets exp- uh, exponentially created to become a bigger problem. So then you have issues and health conditions that say you might not have had a couple hundred years ago, but now we're on the rise. Like yeah. you know everybody's got you know now everybody's allergic to peanut butter. You know it's it's not like say I'm not bashing anybody. It's like wow, it's kind of like a uh, double edged sword. It's cool that we can survive. We can. Allow people to live better lives, live longer. It's it's very you know, you know, kind. But at the same time, it's like then we're also creating weird issues too. Yeah, exactly. You so know, it's kind of a double edged sword. We're, we're making our genes. I'm a prime case. I'm allergic to fucking everything now. <laughs> so I'm a prime case for that. I'm not. I know. I'm not putting myself above and on the side of this stuff. I'm part of the problem. I've got plenty of stuff that I'm probably passed on. Yeah, I was gonna say the same about myself. I, I can't really say. Yeah. Yeah, but I reproduce, so I'm 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 part of the problem already. Like, uh, like I said, if I created a natural predator, I'd be the first to get eaten. <laughs> I'm not I'm not not separating myself from this. I was reading about people who have allergy to water, like being allergic to water. Like, I don't think you can be allergic to water. It's a thing, apparently. I think it's a bullshit thing. No, like once water touches your skin, they get rashes. It, it, 
it's it's apparently a thing, you know. That maybe it's an interaction with between the skin and like the water and whatever maybe might be within the water, like whatever microbes and stuff are in it. But I don't think it's a literal allergen to water because there's in order for it to be an allergen, it has to have proteins. I think if I'm remembering that correctly, but I could be wrong. I'm I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Oh yeah yeah. So they say inaccurately called water allergy. So you're right. It's oh, but the water it could be colloquially known as that though. If there's some weird condition regarding that. Uh, that I'm also unaware of, so I would be speaking out of ignorance if I said that, that simply didn't. So it could just be like a colloquial term for it. So it's not the water itself. You were right. It's um, a known substance dissolved in the water. Yeah. That. Yeah. So. Uh, well. So I learned something new today. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have troves of useless knowledge. That's all I know. The only kind. You know, I'm the same way, but most of mine is food related. I could probably do more in that department. I don't eat too many things, man. I, I know what I like, and so I could kind of stick and, and go around that main, that area. You see, really. I, f- I feel like if you know what you like, that, oh, knowing what you like is good, you know, you always know what to fall back on. But I always like trying new things. Like My thing yeah, is, yeah. I always want to push myself, try new things, and, you know. I'm a creature of habit, for sure. Man, if Damoc was here, he'd be rip- ripping me a new one right now. <laughs> All right, is that the last question? Were we done with questions? Are we uh, good to go? Uh, that was the last question. I think uh, D just stepped away. Probably wrangling. Oh, shit, shit. Sorry, I had myself muted. I've been talking, and I've been, like, muted. You don't have to apologize for that. <laughs> that was so stupid right there. Uh, my button on my mic is starting to stick a little bit, so when I push it on, yeah, it doesn't always kick on or it doesn't always kick off. Yeah, I might have to replace that Yeti mic in the near future. But anyways, uh, before we ramble on too much longer, Article, where can people find you at? Uh, right here. Yeah, this is Article. On Xbox Live as Outstanding CF2. And somewhere else, I can't remember. Instagram, there we go. At I Got Cronies. There you go. That's it. Icy, where can people find you at, man? They can find me um, in the Discord at Icy, IC33. On PlayStation at IC33 underscore SN0WMAN. Or on Xbox, IC33S0WMAN. I forgot the N on Xbox. All right. Um, Shih Tzu is shit out of luck because he left and I forget everywhere they can find him at. So <laughs> he left early. And people can find me at uh, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S.com at my website. Also, same thing for YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook. And of course, I've got my own Discord. Uh, but I'm usually more on GNA Podcast Discord than anything else. You can also find me on Slow Speed Runs Discord, Josh of All Trades, uh, Three Player Co op, Yadu Gamers, Mulehorn Gaming, and a few others. All right. We hope you all enjoy the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes help people find the show. Uh, also, we're more than uh, iTunes. We're, you can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Speaker, or Spreaker, I'm sorry, MyTuner, YourListen, and everywhere else you want to find us. If there's a place that you guys know that you like to go and you don't see us, you can go ahead and email us and we'll uh, we'll upload there. You can follow us on Twitter at, at GNA Podcast or join us in our Discord chat, see the pinned tweet. Uh, Facebook, we're also on Facebook, just search at GNA Podcast, all one word. Uh, We've started uh, uh, playing and hosting guests on our streaming feeds, so www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA podcast, and on our mixer at 
www.mixer.com forward slash DNA podcast. We've also partnered with Humble Bundle. Uh, Humble Bundle is a game purchasing website uh, service that we, GNA, are partnered with. Uh, you purchase games like you normally do, but uh, with a twist. You choose what part goes to either the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Just throw that part, uh, question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link before you buy to let them know that we sent you there. So they can know to keep giving us some uh, uh, links to give out, some free codes. Uh, we don't want any of your money, so just go ahead and put it all to charity and all to the uh, publisher, so they get some of that money. Um, don't have the numbers for this show for how much we've made this month. Uh, usually Cecil calculates that up. Uh, we're also a member of the uh, Ninja Pancake community. Uh, check out our good friends at uh, ProxyFox at Yadude Gaming and Caleb and Alex at Geek Squatch. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Go ahead and email us at genepodcast at geneandyourdna.one with questions, comments, or death threats. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And last but not least, please check out our website at www.genepodcast.com. All right, y'all have a good night. Bitches. <laughs>